0: From TLDR News, this is your Daily Briefing for Friday the 24th of June 2022. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including Ukraine's retreat and Germany's alarm over gas supplies. We'll also be answering today's big question. Just why will getting away this summer be harder than ever? as well as discussing what last night means for Boris Johnson. But first, the Conservatives' double by-election defeat. (music) Boris Johnson's worst dreams have come true. Overnight, the Conservatives lost both by-elections. Labour took back Wakefield, whilst the Liberal Democrats managed to overturn a huge 24,000 vote majority to take Tiverton and Honiton. The result in Wakefield wasn't that much of a surprise. Wakefield represents a true red wall seat, with Labour holding the seat for decades prior to the 2019 election. Tiverton and Honiton was, on the other hand, a bit more of a shock, simply given the sheer scale of the Tory majority in 2019. The problem is that both are incredibly bad news for Johnson something we talk about in today's discussion. Added to that, the Conservative Party chair, Oliver Dowden, resigned, stressing that our supporters are distressed and disappointed by recent events, and I share their feelings. We cannot carry on with business as usual. Somebody must take responsibility. Ouch. After a valiant fight, Ukrainian forces in the key eastern city of Severno-Donetsk have been ordered to withdraw According to the governor of the Luhansk Oblast, Serhii Haidai. According to Ukrainian TV this morning, Haidai remarked that remaining in positions that have been relentlessly shelled for months just doesn't make sense. This comes after the city's entire infrastructure was completely destroyed, with, according to Haidai, some 90% of houses shelled, 80% of which are now critically damaged. There are some 8,000 civilians in the city who cannot be safely evacuated, according to Ukrainian officials. Severno Donetsk represents one of the last significant Ukrainian positions in the Luhansk region. The other major one being that of neighbouring Lysiansk, which is already coming under renewed and intense shelling. Ukrainian forces were ordered to partially retreat at the beginning of the month to more advantageous pre-prepared positions. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Australia's new Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, will visit Paris next week seeking to reset his country's relations with France. Their relations deteriorated last year after the former Australian government scrapped a multi-billion dollar deal with a French company to build 12 submarines. Instead, Australia signed the AUKUS deal with the UK and US to acquire nuclear-powered submarines. Mr Albanese said, we do need to reset. We've already had very constructive discussions and acknowledged France's position as a key power in the Pacific region. Earlier in the month, the Prime Minister said Australia had agreed a fair and equitable settlement of over £500 in compensation for the French company. Germany has moved one step closer to rationing gas after Russia reduced deliveries of natural gas via the Nord Stream 1 pipeline described as an economic attack by Germany's economy minister, Robert Habeck, who warned that gas storage targets for the winter are at risk. The government has triggered the second stage of its three-tier emergency gas plan, moving from the early warning phase to the alarm phase. It involves a number of measures to encourage industry to use less gas in order to save supplies for the winter. The government chose not to trigger a clause that would allow utility companies to pass on soaring costs to customers. If the level gets raised again to stage three, the emergency phase, then the state intervenes and can ration the supply of gas to industry in order to make sure households and critical institutions are still supplied. The US Senate has today passed one of the most significant gun control bills in three decades. The new controls ask states to conduct more stringent checks on younger people who may want to purchase a firearm, so that's those younger than 21. Additionally, it tries to take guns out of the hands of people considered a threat. This includes closing the boyfriend loophole, which blocks sales to those convicted of abusing unmarried intimate partners. The most surprising part of this bill was the fact that 15 Republicans joined the Democrats in voting for the change, resulting in a 65 to 33 vote in favour. This was a real show of bipartisanship for an issue that is often politicised. The bill isn't in law yet, though. The next step is for it to go through the House of Representatives, who also need to back it before President Biden finally signs it off. That's all we have time for on YouTube today. But if you want more, including our discussion of the upcoming summer holiday chaos and the Tories' by election defeat, then watch the extended edition of the daily briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up.